the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money invested in more. Joining me now, Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst for Briefing.com. How are you, Mr. O'Hare? Hi, Rob. Doing fine, thanks. Doing good. Like to hear it. Um, stock market. It seems like the retail sales yesterday were fairly positive. And one of the things I try to say, Mr. O'Hare, when people ask me, how's the stock market? Is it overvalued? I said, Eh, retail sales and jobs are okay. Everything's going to be just fine for a 401k. How were the retail sales numbers for you yesterday? Right. Well, the thing that obviously jumped off the page for everyone was the headline number with respect to March, but actually there were upward revisions to January and February, which were uh, rather encouraging to see, uh, you know, since those first reports are uh, clearly some uh, strong, you know, weather effects uh, that were holding down consumer spending. But in general, um, you know, you saw some nice auto sales activity in the month of March, and that made a, a, a big difference. But one of the key numbers that, you know, we look at with the retail sales numbers, what's called core retail sales. And that excludes automobile sales, gasoline station sales, and sales at building materials and supply stores. And those were up a robust 0.9%. The reason we look at that core component is that it tends to line up fairly closely with the PCE component in the GDP report. And so that's a positive indicator as it relates to consumption activity in the first quarter uh, and should translate well into a first quarter GDP forecast. That's not to say we're going to get robust growth in the first quarter, but it more than likely drove most economists and drove our economist, Jeff Rosen, to to, – push up his uh, GDP forecast for the first quarter. So, um, you know, and we're now entering a period here, frankly, over the next few months where it's pretty much put up or shut up time as it relates to the economic data and the whole excuse about weather uh, influencing things. So am I off base when I try to oversimplify for listeners and viewers that if retail sales do okay, if jobs look good, that don't stress about the stock market because capitalism will take care of it? Yeah, I don't think so, Rob, because really, you know, at the end of the day, you know, job growth, income growth, consumer spending activity, that all, you know, encourages businesses to continue to invest, and that leads to stronger economic growth that should translate into stronger earnings growth. And so, generally speaking, you know, you're you're absolutely right to, to kind of uh, have that voice of reason in the midst of all of this kind of uh, price corrective uh, silliness that's going on. And, and uh, you know, that's why... 
you know, it's important here, obviously, that we continue to see good numbers like the March retail sales number uh, come out. Um, you know, today's data been a bit mixed, frankly. I mean, the Empire Manufacturing Survey wasn't all that great, showed a deceleration in the month of April versus March. Uh, the NHB uh, Housing Market Index uh, actually, you know, didn't do much to show that there was a lot of uh, current confidence among home builders with respect to uh, demand activity. And, and then the CPI data for March, um, you know, some people might say, oh, Goodness, you know, it was a little bit hotter than expected, but frankly, we want a little inflation at this point. <laughs> you know, you don't want that trend of disinflation to turn into deflation, and so we're moving up in that respect. It can be um, challenging and difficult to absorb at times, given that there were higher food costs that were playing into that uh, CPI number. But uh, from a from a real macro perspective, the fact that CPI is trending a bit higher, it's not getting out of control here, but the fact that it's trending a bit higher at this point uh, is, is somewhat of an encouraging sign. Okay, now today on Briefing.com, on one of the front pages, the live market coverage, it mentions the momentum stocks are still underperforming. What's your take on the Netflix, the Teslas, the Facebooks? Is this short? Is this underperforming a correction, and now's the time to get in? Is this underperformance just <laughs> sanity returning? Do you have an angle? Yeah. Go ahead. Right. Well, there's definitely you know price correction activity taking place. I was just uh, looking at Tesla before uh, before I came on, and that stock's down uh, about 23 percent, I think, from uh, including today's losses uh, from its prior high not that long ago and so that's actually a you know what would be termed a, a bear you know market move frankly um correction you know generally defined as something on the order of between 10 and 20 percent when you get past 20 percent off of a high you start talking some bear market moves but it all has to be kept in context of course when you consider just how far stocks like tesla and netflix and linkedin and all of them ran up uh there is certainly still room for more downside action. These are not names that um, you know we're necessarily pounding the table on. Uh, certainly for the investor class to to go out and buy these dips because there there frankly looks to be some of somewhat of a um, asset rotation trade uh, coming into into focus here as, as fund managers are starting to recognize that some of these more traditional blue chip companies have a, a better value orientation uh, and uh, relative to you know those price gains you saw in some of those momentum stocks they're, they're looking more attractively priced down here and we think that um, there's kind of been a you know really a wake-up call uh, if you will in this recent uh, price drawback for these momentum stocks and the biotech stocks um, that is uh, forcing money managers essentially to take risk off and to kind of reorient themselves into some more of the uh, the safer names, if you will, that are uh, not going to be as volatile as those momentum names. The market seems to have hit a lull. I'm speaking with Chief Market Analyst Patrick O'Hare, briefing.com. The market's hit a lull. Does that concern you with the bull market may turn to a bear market? Does it, is it a pause that refreshes? How are you shaping up the current situation? 
Right. Well, it's not a surprise, frankly, and it shouldn't be a surprise to briefing.com readers in our market view uh, that we published at the end of December 2013. You know, we said the, the year ahead is likely to be one of, you know, very modest returns, frankly, because you had such a strong year uh, in 2013, a 30% price increase in the S&P 500, that in our estimation, frankly, pulled forward some of the return prospects from 2014. And uh, and when you're coming off of a, a really, actually, a, you know, two, two years in a row where you had double-digit gains, uh, you know, and you put that cherry on top with a 30% price gain, it's, it's very difficult to keep that type of um, price action going, it's particularly when you're seeing earnings growth uh, start to, you know, decelerate somewhat. And so we're not surprised by the overall action. You know, the market should probably have to go through somewhat of a consolidation period after something like that. Um, but the thing that's really, you know, that one needs to keep their eye on essentially is kind of what we alluded to a little bit earlier is essentially, you know, coming into the year, there was so much optimism about economic growth accelerating in 2014. And, and from our vantage point, we don't think that we're seeing signs yet that would suggest that those lofty expectations are going to be fulfilled. And so in the next several months, if the economic data continues to come in somewhat weakish, um, then it will be more difficult. We think for the stock market to kind of find that uh, that second gear and get you know get really rolling again and and if anything it could potentially you know lead to some more downside price action as valuation concerns come into play against uh, a Federal Reserve that seems intent on tapering its asset purchases. Anything that you're working on that we should be aware of um, upcoming surprises or upcoming intrigues per se. Yeah, well, along the, the same lines of what we've just been talking about, what I'm going to be working on is that, you know, for all of that talk about the economic recovery picking up, there are some things going on in the markets, not just the stock market, that, you know, leave one somewhat baffled, you know, about that argument. Um, you know, you look particularly at the bond market and what's going on with the 10-year yield. That doesn't necessarily, that doesn't validate the idea that economic growth is going to be accelerating like a lot of people thought it would. You know, you look at copper prices uh, getting, you know, hit pretty good. You're looking at the outperformance of the utility sector, which is a traditionally defensive-oriented sector. It's a counter-cyclical sector. That's the best-performing sector year-to-date on the S&P 500. And, you know, one other item, you look at the U.S. dollar index. If, if growth is picking up here and rates should, you know, allegedly be heading higher, you would have thought you'd see the U.S. dollar doing um, better than it has been. And it's basically, you know, down uh, a little bit for the year. And that doesn't reconcile necessarily with this whole economic recovery argument. So I'm going to just kind of be highlighting those issues and uh, pointing out there's some things to watch here, certainly in terms of their direction in the next few months as it relates to what might ultimately unfold in the stock market. Thanks very much. That's Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com, talking with us. Walked over the retail sales numbers, the market state in Lowell, talked a little Tesla, momentum stocks, those and there's steam, per se. Is it a buying opportunity? Question mark. And much, much more. You can always find more at briefing.com. Briefing.com is independent analysis, international and domestic markets. Solid, solid, um, non-biased site. That Again, it's going to tell it as it sees it. It's not going to be a Pollyanna necessarily to what you want to hear. 
800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 get your calls in the air. Um, the market's at a lull. I think we're good with that right before Easter. We'll talk about this and more when we come back. Think of it coming up in Burlingame. You can always sign up for my events at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.